Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the General Hospital recap for April 4th through 9th. So this was an absolutely crazy week for many, many, many reasons. I wondered where you're going to start. Okay. First... I have gotten so many emails and messages that other people know what donkey basketball is. So thank you. And not all of them are rural. Okay. So, uh, sorry if I just actually spit on you. I, you Okay. You didn't. Okay. Now I want to try it. Can we decide we want to sponsor something and do some donkey basketball? Sure. You're, you're a Girl Scouts. Why don't you do it for a fundraiser? Why don't you go suggest it for a fundraiser? Have the parents versus... No, I don't think that'll work. I think we need to do it for your daughter's school. No? Yeah, that would be fun. Teachers versus parents. No. Come on. We have nowhere to do it. Don't they have a gym? Yes, but... Okay, then. And Girl Scouts can figure it out, too. <laughs> no, because I don't want to actually have to participate. I just want to watch you participate. I wasn't participating in the donkey <laughs> but basketball. this time I want you to. Okay. No. <laughs> but we did get a really nice message because we had posted about the fantasy event. And for some, it was kind of the first time that they saw us because we really don't post us together. Yes. And we got some nice compliments. So thank you guys. It was very, very sweet. <laughs> <laughs> and Ellen G on Facebook says that she really loves our show and reality check, which I love when people say that they love our reality checks. I know that it was it. Um, Holly Hurtado. She's like, so how's your son? So how's your daughters? And yes. I'm like, Aw. Yep. And yep. <laughs> and speaking of which, we did have the bonus episode of the GH fantasy event. We need to go to a thousand more of those. It oh was my so God. much fun. So make sure to. 
go check that out. And also on this upcoming Wednesday, you can go to womenwhopodcastmag.com and see us as a featured podcast. Yep, that's right. We did an interview a couple months ago for this magazine. They are geared towards women who podcast. (laughs) In case you didn't get that from the name. But they have been tagging us on things on Instagram and everything. So it is a digital magazine, but you can go purchase it at womenwhopodcastmag.com. Check out Women Who Podcast on Instagram. And they've been tagging us and... I'm so excited. That was so cool. Me too. I can't wait to see it. So we haven't even previewed it yet. Right. So... Oh, that's going to be interesting. Yes. And then I had forgotten to tell you something, and it's actually kind of fitting that I forgot to tell you about it last week, considering that today is Palm Sunday. Remember how I said that I had a really good thing that my dentist's mom told me? Yeah. So in 1985, she saw Tony Geary as Jesus in Jesus Christ Superstar in downtown Pittsburgh. And I looked it up. Oh my gosh. Right after all of this stuff that we're talking about in our 411s right now with the Mexico adventure and everything like that, he took a little break from being Luke and decided to be Jesus. Wow. I'm so jealous of her. Yeah. I mean, we would have been. I mean, she did. Children, children, but. She didn't like, she wasn't in the play with him or anything. But yeah, like she saw him downtown. And she was so funny because my dentist asks me about the podcast all the time when we're there. And he just, his mom happened to be in the office that day. And she's like, oh, you have a podcast. What's it about? It's a general hospital. She's like, I used to watch that. And then she told me all about how she saw. Oh my gosh. That is so cool. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty. (laughs) I can't find any footage of it though. I was saying, you know, that I tried. That would be amazing to see. Yes. I mean, we are going to do an entire 411 because we have been receiving a lot of messages, emails. Please, please, please email us your favorite catch of somebody in another role. Yes. And I forgot to mention one of mine. Okay. Kathleen Gotti was in Desperate Housewives. She was in one episode. Remember the episode where Lynette and Tom's fling wife, or he had a daughter. What the heck was the daughter's name? He had a daughter outside of their marriage. But her. Okay. Remember the episode where Lynette and her mom yeah. were in the store? Okay. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Uh-huh. She's the one who shot. Oh, my God. She's not the one who shot right. the mom. Yes. She's the one who shot the woman doing the shooting. Yes. Uh-huh. She <laughs> was a Sunday school teacher. Okay. I will have to go back and watch that episode because I totally know what you're talking about. Yep. I love Desperate Housewives. I know. We could do a podcast about that if you want. Do you want to do a rewatch podcast with our extra time? Well, since they said they're like hinting at it. I don't know if they're actually coming back. I don't don't want them to. They can't. They killed everybody. No. I don't know. Okay. There are. It's just like Courtney. There are some things that I absolutely love to death. I love it so, so much. But the way that they ended it, it would not do it justice if they brought it back. Okay. Do you really think that it would do it justice if they brought it back? I, I would like to know how everything's going with Julie. And the baby. See? Yeah. But not... They could do, like, Gilmore Girls. No. I did not like except the Gilmore for, Girls. Except for how they ended. No. Gilmore Girls was... I love the show Gilmore Girls. Yeah. But the comeback for those four episodes was stupid. It was cool until the very end. And now we don't know what the heck's going on. Dumb. So here's what we talk about. Every TV show that we watch. <laughs> but speaking of Kathleen Gotti. Yay! We're going to be speaking to Kathleen Gotti. I'm so 
I know I say this about everybody, but I'm so excited after seeing her last weekend at the fantasy event because she was just so nice. She was like so nice. She, she was the good Oprah <laughs> the entire time that we spoke to her. So I can't wait to have a an interview with the good Oprah. Yes, later on. So that is actually going to be this week's four one one is our chat with Kathleen Gotti. We will be doing the Aztec Princess. After that, we'll be getting back into that. So, yes. Although Felicia did reference the fact that she's a princess this week. Mm-hmm. But she didn't have her jewels on. That was disappointing. When has she ever? I don't care. If I was a princess, I'd be wearing it for like parent pickup at school. Here's my crown. Hello. Do we even know if she got the jewels? I guess we'll have to find out when we talk about <laughs> the Aztec princess in future four one ones. I'm using my pen as a microphone. <laughs> you know, you, you have a microphone on you, but <laughs> you go ahead with that pen. Can I have a hairbrush, please? Sure. <laughs> I have a stapler. No, I feel like that'd be dangerous. Let's just staple myself. All right. I think that's it for announcement issues. All right. So now you should be on. Oh, I can't wait to hear these after this week. What were the Hulu headlines? On Monday, Liz discovers something unsettling. Meh. That was kind of gross. Meh. Okay. Tuesday, Scott gives Ava some legal advice. Meh. Okay. Wednesday, Laura addresses Esme about the video. Yeah. Okay. Thursday, Harmony approaches Carly at her office. Mm-hmm. On Friday, Scotty approaches Sunny. They just use the word approach every day. One, two, discovers. Here, Miss Amanda, underline the verbs, <laughs> circle the nouns, Miss cross Amanda. out the misspelling. <laughs> Oops. So where do you want to get started? I'll start on Monday. I like to just go through it. Okay. I know I like to go through it because my notes go in that order. So yeah. sometimes I'm like, but sometimes the conversation leads and then I'm other like, places. Hmm. Don't let it limit you. Okay, I won't. So what was Monday? Liz discovers something unsettling. I, I think I'm with you now that Liz is doing it to herself. That she could be unconsciously doing it to herself? Yes. I think so. Because, and hopefully they like come up with this quickly because, I don't know if it was Jake or Aiden said, can't we look for fingerprints? Can't we do something? Because she touched the painting whenever she woke up. And yeah. so it should be only her fingerprints all over it. Yeah. And it's her guilt for moving on with Finn that's making her do it. I do like that Finn is sleeping on the couch. Mm. I think that's really nice. I don't like He's, that Finn's there at all because where's Violet? And then Violet said later, oh, we've, we've been, spending, been a lot spending a lot of time or we've been sleeping over. But where is she sleeping? Maybe there's an extra bedroom upstairs. But Finn is respecting. He's there to help her feel safe, even though we know that Liz can 1000% hold her own because she's been doing it pretty Forever. much her entire but that Finn is there at her request, but not presumptuous. So I like that he's respecting boundaries, but I don't think that if this goes on much longer, that it's very healthy for Violet. Maybe until they figure out exactly what it is, though, because as of right now, she's still Auntie Liz. Right. So I think it would be more questionable if he wasn't sleeping on the couch. If she sees dad on the couch, I'm just having a sleepover with my cousins. True. If other things are happening, then that's where she can get all. Mm -hmm. So what's going on? Right. You know, she's a smart, smart young lady. She is. Do you want to hear the cutest thing? Sure. So you guys have to go to Joe Fiel Love's Instagram. 
She's finally on the opening credits. I saw that. And they took a video of her. She is so, so excited. And she's like, I'm in it now. <laughs> she is. I did not do that justice. She is adorable. <laughs> it's just great to see how excited she is over. Yes. I love that the kids really feel like they're part of the show. And yeah. that they're important. She is important. No, but I mean that they're treated like they're just as important because sometimes Absolutely. the kids are just like fillers for Or they'll put cuteness. them all in the same picture or something. Yes. But here they all get the individual. Exactly. Although I do miss back in the day when they had Lucky and Foster and Emily all together. Mm. Was it Lucky, Foster and Emily were all together? Mm -hmm. I think it was. Yeah. Yep. You know, stuff like that. That was nice. Yeah. But no. That they're valued the same. Mm -hmm. I like that. How cute. Yes. And she was... So Gregory's back. Mm-hmm. Right. I liked that when Gregory and Chase were talking, we're just having a discussion. And she was like, a discussion in loud voices yep. is an argument. Discussion means quiet yelling. There we go. Is what she said. Oh, and she asked about Bailey. Yes. That was so cute. But I like how Maxie just picked it right up. She was like, here, yes. I'll show you pictures. Come here. Yep. Yeah. Because sometimes the kids aren't asking the difficult question that you think they are. Exactly. They're just like, they just want to see a cute baby. Yeah. She, I didn't ask, where's Brooklyn and Bailey? Right. She was just like, all right, where's the baby? Exactly. I didn't like the interaction with Amy, though. That was... It was very weird. Odd. She was, like, pushy-pushy. Like, Chase is standing right there, and Amy is close enough with him that she would have just leaned around Brooklyn and been like, hey, you want to sing this song with me? Not have that whole back and forth that made them get snippy with each other. Mm -hmm. And then... As soon as it was over, she was like, oh, I'm late for work. I have to go. In the same way that they had her interacting with Brad. I think she would have asked questions, but I don't think she would have been that. Security, security. security. Like, he's obviously allowed in the hospital still. Yep. I hope they don't make her too abrasive. No, she's supposed to be Amy Vining. She's supposed to be a tribute to Amy Vining. Exactly. And Amy Vining was bubbly and fun. She knew everything that mm -hmm. was going on in that hospital. But she wasn't obnoxious about it. She would no. She, she was just gossipy. Exactly. She would spread the rumors, but she meant it with the "Oh my gosh, I have the latest gossip. Let me tell you about it." Not in a mean, vindictive way, right? And that is exactly how it kind of came off. Yes. Yeah. So I guess we could talk about Terry interviewing Brad. I thought that she was very fair. She was very fair. Like, I can't just give you a job, but I am going to talk to you. Mm -hmm. And he did good after he got over his nerves. He did okay. Except for I liked her quote of, <laughs> I think I know what you wrote down the same thing, lab tests, because he was talking about his efficiency. And she was like, well, lab tests do take less time when you're falsifying the results. Yep. Which was hysterical. Yeah. But I think that she's going to give him a real chance of, okay, I can't let you back in the lab, but let's maybe try out. I think he something. would do good explaining the results or explaining the testing and why you would want to do it to the patients, being an advocate for them. Well, he has to understand lab result outcomes in order to falsify them correctly. Right. So he has to really know the ins and outs of yes. how those work in order to get the result that he wants. <laughs> he just won't be the one doing it. Exactly. And Terry will be on the show for four years in June. When That's she said so that, crazy. I was like, wait a second. COVID just feels, I mean, it right. lived a year. It really did. I feel mm -hmm. like it knocked off. But I liked that whenever Amy was like, you're still new here. And she was like, no, it's been four years. I'm yeah. not new. I got and she's it. like, oh, wow. <laughs> I have my position set. I know what I'm supposed to be doing. Yes. You saying results led us to the next big story, though. Were you surprised that Esme's pregnancy test was negative? No. Although Laura overhearing 
that she could be pregnant. And she's like, yeah, no, we're having a talk about this right now. <laughs> I was surprised that it was no. I thought that she was going to have a fake test. Me too. I'm very happy after the discovery last week. Was that last week that I found out about the Amazon thing? Yes. Yeah. Was not okay with that. Yes. I thought she was going to have a fake test and it was going to say yes. And then she was somehow going to blame someone else for her miscarrying. Right. Well, I'm glad that they didn't go down that path because we've done it a yes. million times. I just don't know what they're going to do with her next, though. I see Nicholas being super nice to her, but Nicholas cannot be that dumb or that gross. You cannot just Ava kind of called him. him out on that, too. Yeah. You can't sleep with your son's girlfriend. That's disgusting. Ex-girlfriend. Whatever. Ew. Ava told Esme that she's an off-brand sociopath, which I feel like is <laughs> even worse. And she gave an ultimatum to Nicholas, mm -hmm. which turns them on. Yeah. Which Marcus Coloma talked about <laughs> how they're weird. <laughs> right. He's oh. like, they've got their own level. <laughs> oh, baby. I love when you stab me like that. <laughs> Just slash my throat again. <laughs> um. No, I like that then Ava turned around and came back, though. She left. She had the conversation with Scott. And Scott was like, really? You want to throw this all away over Esme? You mm -hmm. deserve better than that. And she even told Nicholas, yeah, I'm the one that had Sonny take care of Esme. Mm -hmm. You weren't helping me with it. So, and they don't agree about it. No, he called Esme a child. She's not a child. If she's old enough to blow up cars, she's not a child. Well, knowingly. Yes. Intentionally. Exactly. And planting. If she knows how to get your dead daughter's ID off of the the hospital computer. Exactly. Yes. Although I, know. I don't know five-year-olds can figure out technology a lot better than I can now. So, but still. Fully understanding the ramifications of what is going to come next yeah. makes her an adult. Because we say all the time, we have 19-year-olds and they are not adults a lot of the time. But if they are thinking that far ahead, planning and executing a plan like that. Yeah, they're adults. Yeah. Uh, younger than that, too. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Even if they might not be of legal age, if they're that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I love that Ava said my trainer, though. Yes. She, she always she like a daughter trainer. to me. Yeah. I was like, mm-hmm. Oh, and the one thing that we did forget to talk about with, because you had said that you don't understand why Scott is... Trina's attorney. Yes. Scott had said that he thinks of Cam as a grandson. Who is, who looks better than to defend the person who's being accused of oh, putting their, that's true. Right. So I'm, I'm going to add that. I totally agree that, you know, Nora Buchanan and Diane would run over the DA. Yes. However, the positioning of Scott being the one to defend the girl who supposedly harmed his grandson. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. That outweighs like that everything else. So. All right. I will allow it. Okay. Well, good. Cause they're kind of already doing it. Oh, but back to Laura and Liz. Well, Liz, cause we didn't talk about her and yes. Laura. I love that they are still. Yes. And then and that... they weren't talking. I mean, they were talking about the boys, but they weren't talking about the boys so much. It was, how are you doing? Yep. How are you feeling? What's going on? And that they even said, I love you as they parted ways mm -hmm. and hugged. I really like that. And that Laura listened to everything. Because, I mean, you could see it in Liz. She's still a hurt little girl over some of the stuff with her parents. Yes. And Liz or Laura didn't excuse it away. She didn't. Oh, but you're a grown up now. Like, that's, exactly. It was, no, your parents hurt you pretty badly. Right. 
she even admitted, I don't understand how they're so uncaring when it comes to you and the they boys. They can save the world, but want nothing to do with your own kids. Yeah. And then Laura, Laura basically said the same thing. It was, yeah, I don't got a good answer for you there. Mm-hmm. But I mean, cause Laura did always come back. Right. So, I mean, the one time she was in a catatonic state, we can't really blame her for that one. No. Nicholas is the one who can really, like, you abandoned me. But she was there for Lucky and Lulu as much she as she was there could. for Lucky and Lulu. And I feel like her being there for Nicholas in the traditional sense was never going to happen because of the control that the Cassadines had. And Absolutely. that's why she left. Yep. Can't say I agree with that choice, but if that was what was best in the long run for Nicholas. Right. And then as soon as they could have a relationship, she's definitely stepped up as his mom. And Absolutely. Yeah. We love Laura. That's not a surprise. Thank you. All right. What was the next headline? Scott gives Ava some legal advice. Oh, so okay. kind of already touched yeah, on Yeah. I feel like, I don't know what else exciting happened on Tuesday, but I feel like that wasn't really the highlight. Laura walking in and hearing them discuss Esme, that mm-hmm. would have been the highlight. It doesn't even uh, say that the pregnancy test came back negative in their little highlights. Nope. It's, well, they're of, not going to give that away. They can't give away everything. They have to entice you. No, but I think, wanting to I think Tuesday I would have made, cause it was Why don't Tuesday, you start right? doing that? Oh, okay. Yeah. Along with your gold stars that <laughs> every now and again only get handed out. You know what? Gold stars are, they're hard to earn. It's like the gold medal. Okay. You know, just throw them out every week. They only, but they still give them for every competition. They don't just go, you know what? Nah, we had better expectations. I'm sorry. 4.8, even though it's the highest, is Mm-mm. not the best. No, you're all, you're all just bronze this week. I'm sorry until I see some, something that really deserves gold stars. I won't just see it. It would devalue them if I just gave one out every week. There has to be a moment each week that you're like, that was the best. Yeah. Like Violet saying discussions mean quiet yelling. Mm-mm. No. Okay. <laughs> no. Uh, we could always give them out for does not even have to necessarily be on screen, but there could be, I don't know, a fan account that gets created because somebody has a mustache <laughs> and somebody on Twitter. <laughs> Seriously. I have been laughing so hard at this. Oh, week somebody on twitter created a fan <laughs> account named captain valentine stashadine <laughs> and it says i stash for anna <laughs> sailing the seas of love <laughs> oh my gosh it's just a close yep of I, I saw it i wonder that i enjoyed it quite as much as you are i just thought it was funny best so they okay. could get the they gold. They could have the gold star. They could have the gold star for creativity. Absolutely. I can, I can do that. But no, I could rewrite them because Tuesday should have said Esme gets some interesting results or something like that. So that you were like, Oh, I want to tune in to see what it is. It didn't have to tell you yes or no in the caption, okay. but it had to let, it could have let you know that Tuesday was the day that you found out. I think it was Tuesday. I could be wrong on what day it was, but something like that. It definitely wouldn't have been Scott talking to Ava. So I think that was the day of the housewarming, at least when it got started. And Stella was talking with Curtis, I think. Stella was talking to somebody. Maybe she was actually talking to TJ. And TJ was talking about how he hasn't picked a specialty yet. So that actually kind of explains why he was in the breast reduction surgery. That does. So thank you for answering our question. Yeah. Because if he hasn't picked a specialty, then he's just kind of hip-hopping around, Mm -hmm. figuring out what he wants to do. I hope I never have a doctor hip hopping around. Well, I mean, 
Okay. He's focused on like, maybe <laughs> don't they just do like, oh, I'm going to try out this area. Oh, I'm going to go try out this area. I think so. Bebopping? Is that the phrase? <laughs> bebopping. Or, it's I'm bebopping. I've got the it's Easter bunny on my head. So but... it's hip hop, hippity hoppity. <laughs> no, <laughs> but you can sure. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> you can say it however you want. The way that our other favorite show, Grey's Anatomy, presents it, they do jump around from specialty to specialty to until they figure out what they, what they want to do. do. So I'm just gonna, you know, I'm sure everything Grey's does is completely accurate. So we'll go with that yep. idea. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so since you're so in love with Valentine, <laughs> he's back. <laughs> but I don't understand. Okay, what don't you understand? There's a whole lot of places that we could go with okay, this. Why is he setting up Jennifer Smith? Okay. So first I want to clarify how we did our whole loop. No, we can wait for that. Okay. No, could we? Should we? I don't know. You can just speak. Okay. I want to okay. clarify. Okay. I want to clarify. <laughs> I want to clarify because you had mentioned about Phyllis giving Harmony the baby in Florida. Mm -hmm. Harmony was never in Florida. Harmony was in New York with Phyllis. So this will all get answered later on. This okay. will all get answered okay, later okay. on. Though. But Phyllis was filling. And I said, ooh, this was my before everything happened thought. Okay. Phyllis was filling in for Harm. What if Phyllis was filling in for Harmony on the day that she took Nell? And because Harmony was in New York and not Florida. Oh, what if Phyllis was filling in for Harmony the day that all that stuff happened with Nell? Okay. I guess a lot of my thoughts really don't make sense anymore. <laughs> but we were forgetting about Jennifer Smith showing up at Luke's funeral. And we had said, what if she could be Willow's mom? Yes. Back when she first came back. Yes. That's totally irrelevant now, but now. I just want to, you can see I have one, mm -hmm. two, three, four. It is my fifth bullet point. <laughs> Sometimes I write notes when I'm editing because I'm like, oh shoot, we already talked about that one time. So they are all just now putting together that Luke's death might have something to do with the Ice Princess and Victor. Which is absurd. Four months ahead. later. Mm -hmm. Four months later. I know that we are not the biggest fans of Sam and Dante being together, but I think them being together is keeping them both distracted from yes a crime that is occurring right in front of their face. I mean, neither one of them pre right them would have been like, oh, so Victor's back. Wait, there's something going on with the Ice Princess, which is a Cassadine thing, and now Luke died. <laughs> really weird that all three of those things happen around the same time. They can't be connected, right? I roll. So the Ice Princess was basically like on eBay. Mm -hmm. Is that what we are being led to believe? Okay. I think it's a like underground eBay because you had to meet a certain minimum before you could even start. Yes, that bidding. is true. And I did like how they clarified all that though, because yes. that made sense. Anna would have feelings about taking dirty money and she Except would. She's investing in cryptocurrency. Can we get her giving us some lessons? <laughs> oh, I thought I you were going to say, except for she was like a devil spy. I was sure. not talking about that. She they don't know this yet. That episode hasn't released yet. Shh, 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 shh. <laughs> Spoiler alert. If you would like to learn about what we're talking about, it'll be released at some point. <laughs> okay. Long-term listeners, which there's a lot of them <laughs> who've been watching longer than us, they know that already. So yes, that's true. Um, yeah, I thought that's but what you were going like, to point out. I took the inheritance from Duke, mm -hmm. made trust funds for the kids for the kids and then i put the rest in cryptocurrency mm -hmm. just in case you never know in case, I ever, it. in case i ever have to do a cyber crime right i hope she's working with spinelli on that i hope so too i mean we really need to pull spinelli into more seriously he would be <sighs> yeah mm -hmm. so spinelli could have probably set up an account to look like she had as much money as she wanted to have right she wouldn't even had to invest real money right 
<sighs> Once and again, then, not using our resources. And then I said we forgot about her possibly being Esme's lineage or Willow. And then I was like, who's she talking to? Who was she talking to on the phone? We don't know. No idea. Because it's not Cyrus. Uh-uh. Although we now got confirmed that she's the one running the West Coast. Yes. Mm-mm-mm. I didn't like the way that they played that out, though. Because you saw Sunny talking to Miss Wu. And she's like, you know, someone's coming in from the West Coast. And he's like, oh, no. And then a second later, it switches to Jennifer Smith. And she's like, we've been moving across the country. Now we can go into the East. I'm like, okay. You have to get to the middle first. (laughs) We're just going to jump from here to here. And I don't mean to be a jerk, but even in fantasy world, New York is the head of everything, not poor Charles. <laughs> okay. You know, poor Charles is in New York. No, but like New York, New York. New York City? Yeah. Okay. New York, New York. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I feel like more goes through, according to all the crime documentaries that I have watched, I'm under the impression that New Jersey, and then it goes into New York City, doesn't it? I, I honestly don't know, but I feel like if you were... Talking about wanting to move the product over, even though you may you be, would want to go to New York City before e- you like, even though you may be, your delivery point may be Port Charles, where you're taking the product to, assuming they're talking about drugs or guns, is New York City, because I just feel like unless that's too visible and it's easier to get it in through the outskirts areas, the lesser. No, I think the delivery point would be Port Charles, but your end game would still be New York. It might be. Like if I was trying to do something. Unless you're trying to take down Port Charles. And then in that case, go straight to the source. I mean, I guess so. If I was trying to do something, if I was trying to import something bad and I could bring it to our town so that no one notices, but by end game is to get it into the city of Pittsburgh. When I was talking about it, I would still say to get it to Pittsburgh. I wouldn't say to get it to Monroeville. Okay. I don't know. Just the way she said it was weird. I, I did write a like, note that we really need to start writing our theories down because this happens a lot where we we're like, didn't we already talk about this? <laughs> but okay. So yeah, my point was, I don't understand why Valentine is working without Anna and setting up Jennifer Smith. And are you under the impression that he had the ice princess and he put it in her? Right. She didn't have it. Mm-mm. So how did that happen? Like, how did he get it? Do you think he stole it from Victor? Maybe. So he's protecting his family under the Cassidine name, so- but not letting them have it. So there's one huge thing we did not talk about when we did our 411s about the ice princess. Okay. What did it look like in the 1980s? It was just a black, big black chunk. Not even that big. It was like a, it looked like a marshmallow, right? Yeah. What did it look like when Helena controlled Lucky? I don't know what it looked like when Helena controlled Lucky. What did it look like when Lulu got it? It was a marshmallow. Okay. What does it look like now? It was like in that big thing. Yeah. It's not the same. Right. What it looks like now is what it looked like when Helena controlled Lucky. Mm. So how did it go from being little to big? a, A little painted square marshmallow. Okay. To the big rock, the big rock, then back down to the marshmallow. Now we're back to the big rock. Was the marsh, the burnt marshmallow, like just a piece of it? That's what I thought. So I thought, cause they said it was the largest uncut diamond in the world. Yeah. And like, we have our buddy, Steve Silverman to thank for this entire discussion because 
he and I have been having it all week. <laughs> um, I'm like, oh my god, you're right. We totally forgot. A- we forgot to talk about that. So my, I always thought it was a big one, but they had said that they had cut pieces off of it to sell, mm-hmm. and so the little piece was just a piece that they had used to control the weather back in the day, and then okay. a little piece that they gave to Lulu to threaten her, but that there was still, but that was also the piece somewhere. that controlled. The, that was still the same piece that controlled the weather was mm-hmm. the same one that Lulu got. Right. But it's not the same as what Lucky yes. was controlled with. And we used all the pictures when we were doing, like, if you look at all the cover art. I just art, assumed there was more somewhere else. Okay. But. So you're not assuming that it's all the same no, I'm thing. assuming there's like a big rock there's somewhere. There's multiple and they just quote, ice princesses. Yes. So it's not the ice princess. It's, it's the one ice princess of, family? Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Just because they said they had been cutting pieces off of it. And that's what Tracy was getting in trouble for right. was that what they were selling was fake pieces. Okay. So I assume there was a bigger one somewhere else. But I just thought it was funny that it that went little from marshmallow being the little marshmallow to the big rock to the little marshmallow. But the little so marshmallow the could have never been the largest uncut diamond in the world. I don't know. I don't know to scale how big the Hope Diamond actually is. It could be that small and still be the biggest. I don't think so. I think it's too small. Oh, Hope Diamond size comparison. I don't want images. I want the info. <laughs> it's been compared to the size of a walnut that is pear-shaped. So it can still be small, but still be the biggest. Yeah, that's about the I size. I feel like the, mar- the marshmallow was smaller than that. Oh, no. See, I thought the marshmallow was like the size maybe of a like a um, baby block. Like the old wind- wooden yeah. baby blocks. That's still big for a diamond. It is. But I, I don't know. I pictured bigger. I pictured like... J-Lo? Uh, the size of like a candy bar? My God, no! I don't know. <laughs> <sighs> Maybe I was just dreaming. I don't really <laughs> like diamonds. But anyway, we had an email from our fan, Ashley E. Says, hey guys, so I'm hoping you will find this as interesting as I did. So apparently the universe is trying to tell me something. While I was researching mythology, Ashley, by the way, just the fact that you wrote this sentence, <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Just throwing it out there. I came across a Greek goddess named Demeter. I immediately started digging further to see if I could find other connections and found out at some point there were groups who worshipped this goddess and they actually built a tower of Demeter in Greece. Oh. I know it's a long shot, but the name could be a coincidence. And I'm not sure if you remember the storyline with a dead man's hand, which is how we got Sam. Mm -hmm. I've tried to find clips and I cannot. I'm sure they're out there somewhere, but I've forgotten a lot of it. So you might want to go back and see if there's any clips about Sam McCall whenever she came to town. Yes. Because that would be her storyline. That's how she came for um, Wild Bills. Yes. That was a good storyline, though. But if I remember correctly, they pulled a lot of history into that storyline, and it intrigued me so much. I think it would be amazing if they somehow tied mythologies into the Demeter slash Ice Princess storyline. If they could pull it. If they could creatively pull it off to make sense, I think given some of the ridiculous references to the Ice Princess, this could be a massive improvement. Mm-hmm. As always, you guys rock and you're one of the best parts of my week. Aww, Thank you. And she gives a purple heart. And I don't know if we talk about how much I love purple on this show. Aww. But I love purple, so thank you. Yay. But I love the theory. I love the research. I love all of it. And I have Greek art books, so I bet I could – I gave them to my son. I bet they're with him in college. She could have my gold star for the week for – being a dork in a good way like you are. What about the stash? <laughs> I, I, I like her better. Okay, she gets the gold. Sorry, stash. You've been, you get the silver this week. He can get the silver. Okay. But 
I like that. It ties everything in. I would love it. I love when they base things off real life as much as they can or as realistically as possible because I do feel like it ties the story back together. We will definitely believe some crazy stuff for a while, but you've got to throw something realistic in to ground us back to real life. But now it's also bringing in Luke Mm -hmm. and it's bringing in, oh, Anna. Okay. We're just going to say it every single time, but like Anna and Felicia, I love seeing them as friends. I know. And when are we going to get the real housewife support Charles? (laughs) I really like that. Remember when Christina did the mob princess? Yeah. It was recast Christina. Oh my gosh. We'll have to do a whole thing on that. They really changed that character just for that recast. They did. And then whenever Lexi came back, they're like, nope, she's back. Yep. <laughs> they they never mentioned the mob princess or anything. Mm. They never referenced. When was the last time they even talked about Trey? Mm-mm. I don't know. No. But they're bringing. So somehow like Luke's going to be brought into this and it's. I love it. I love it too. And that was when Felicia said, I am a princess. Exactly. I like that. Anna is remembering her skills too, because she's like, okay, I would be recognized, but you can pull this off. Mm-hmm. And they're using her for all of her many talents. She spotted another WSB agent. Mm-hmm. How was she not picking up on the things that were said though, that it's Valentine? I don't know. But again, why would you think that? True. If True. you were investigating something and they were like, Oh yeah, this guy, and they described your husband to a T. You would not be like, Oh yeah, that's my husband. True. Your mind just wouldn't go there. I was surprised it was Valentine. So I get that she would be surprised too. I was really hoping when they first showed him that he was not going to be some twin cousin something because I was like, Please don't. Like, no, we're not doing that. But yeah, I don't know why he's flirting. Although that was kind of a steamy Mm -hmm. scene. She's describing the entire way that she Mm -hmm. washes up after going to the beach or whatever uh-huh she kept saying why don't you come join me and he's like no 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 no, no. <laughs> it is harder to just have you describe it as i'm trying to break into your safe yep and do you think victor has any idea of any of this that's going on like how does he not know that the ice princess is missing already how did valentine get it we need this story i don't know but that's i'm trying to make the connection of why Please tell us this how week. Yes. Please tell us this week. It's not. They're not. <laughs> so you know. I can write the headlines right now for it. It's not happening this week. It'll be a cliffhanger maybe for Thursday because Friday should be a rerun. Do we know for sure no, if it is I or don't not? know. I did not look that up. All right. What was Wednesday's? Laura addresses Esme about the video. I mean, yes, that happened. Laura definitely isn't taking Esme's crap and calls her out on it. But at the same time, she is still nice to her. Like when she left Windermere... She left Spencer and Esme. She was like, be kind to each other. I think that she wants Spencer happy. But I think Spencer already sees Esme is not good. That's why he's not saying, yeah, we're back together. He's just saying, like, obviously I care about you. I'm not going to let somebody hurt you. But at the same time. Yeah. I mean, she called him out on it. You were falling in love with another girl. Mm -hmm. No denying that. Laura and Victor having their conversation. I just like how straightforward she is with him because he's like i could buy you a drink we could have dinner we and she's like no i'm leaving my yep. date's not showing up i'm not going to talk to you yep and i know you're just full well, of it and he kind of had a point though with some of the it really does nobody good if we're always all of us are at like odds together and he's because he was talking about like keeping the peace with right everything so mm. i don't know she just knows he's a slime ball there's no and I don't feel like Laura's the one not keeping the peace. She's just letting it known. 
Yeah. I don't like you. We right. can still be in the you same have boundaries. Room. Doesn't mean you're at war. Exactly. It just means no. And Been she, down this road before, not going to let it happen again. She doesn't walk in the room and say to him, oh, I don't like you. It's just known. It's whenever he presses her that she's like, remember, yes. I don't like you. So I'm not going to listen to your stuff. Yep. She gives him like a hi. And he's like, oh my gosh, so we're best friends now. Right. And no. she's like, no. This I'm is, just polite. Right. Do I you know manners. I'm the mayor? I have to be nice to people. Right. All right. So Thursday or Friday? I don't know. I don't organize my notes that way. No. I, I mean, I write them in know. order, but I have yeah. no idea. Uh, Thursday is Harmony approaches Carly at her office. I felt like that was weird. What is she digging for? Harmony? Mm-hmm. I think she just wanted a second job to be able to save up and get out of Alexis's house. You think that she was looking for something? I think, I think she's trying to get into the Metro court to try to find out something for information on something. Maybe Carly, just to be better friends with Carly so that she knows where Willow's at. But she's in everything. a good place with Willow. But maybe she's anticipating now that Neil's brother was like, hey, I got the goods on you. Yeah. That didn't happen yet, though. That happened after. After. Mm. I don't feel like Harmony does anything just for face value. Not now. So. I did before. Uh, uh, before? Two weeks ago. I'd have been like, <laughs> oh, she really needs the job. She just wants to get it, things together and get out of. Not now. No. So. Yeah, I'm not just trusting that it's hmm. just for a job. <laughs> but we'll see. Yeah. I did like that she came clean about working with Nina yeah. to try to get visitation because that was important. And she knew whether she's there for good or bad. She knew that if Carly found out after the fact, there was going to be heck to pay. So, And Carly didn't give her, like, she wasn't like, well, you really didn't do it. Right. You kind of just like mentioned it to Willow. And then she was like, no. And you're like, okay, that's your decision. Exactly. Although. So Smoltz went and confronted Alexis about the fact that she did the story. Well, she didn't do the story. She had somebody else do the story about Joss and Cam. I don't understand how he gets to say that they stole his story, though, because, you know, every news reporter wanted that story. He may have come to her first, but how many other people went to other news reporters and said, let me try to get the story on them? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that all works. Yeah, I, I would be interested. But Michael offers him the inside scoop for the kidnapping of Avery. That was forever ago. A million years ago. Everyone knows that. Yeah. But the inside scoop on Nina. Mm-hmm. With Sonny. Yeah. And all of Nixon Falls. I know that we've not been the biggest Michael fans right now. I can't believe that he would sell out Sonny. Nope. That is not. And I can't believe that the reporter is that stupid. Okay, so you want me to drop the charges against you because you're trying to make sure that you keep all rights to your son. And in return, you're going to give me this horrible story about the lady who you're trying to keep your son from. A five-part oh, yeah, series. A five-part series. Yeah, that sounds totally legit. Like, I'm getting something out of this. Right. And what, what benefit? I know that the benefit that Michael and Willow are seeing is that Right, but the whole world, as a reader, we don't want to read about something that happened five years ago unless there was some type of new progression to right. it or new storyline. Right. I don't want to just read the exact same story I read five years ago and be reminded of it. Okay. And also, Avery's older now. Right. That's actually going to damage her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I didn't like any of it. Mm-mm. But Nina had them served. Mm-hmm. Willow's dressing like she should be in the Real Housewives of Poor Charles. <laughs> She is. They have her in like the evening gowns at lunch now. Yeah. Her hair looks pretty this week. It though. does. Yes. And Liz's hair was cute. She got a haircut. She did get a cut. Yeah. It looked cute. All right. And then what was Friday? Friday was Scott approaches Sunny. He asked Sunny to help with Nina's custody. Meh. 
I just don't like Sunny and Nina. I'm sorry. I find it ironic given how, I mean, Sunny's a hypocrite and we know this. He's like, Nina's his blood. He does. Wiley should have all the love that he can. Yet, um, I'm sorry. What did we do with AJ? Exactly. What have we done with Ava? Right. Uh huh. And the flip side of that is you are also his grandfather and Nina kept you away from him. Yep. Just a bit, which he apparently doesn't care. Although he did compare Nina and Nell this week. Yeah. Which I thought, I was like, oh, this is taking an interesting turn. And then immediately he's like, well, I'm just saying that might be what Michael's thinking. Yeah. It's not just Michael thinking that it's Nina has proved that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just didn't like them all kissy over each other and him treating her like that's his girlfriend and she shouldn't be her girlfriend. Ew. And then Selena seeing Sonny at the boxing ring. Mm-hmm. Smart woman. She is If a I smart keep woman. showing up to your restaurant, everyone's going to be like, what's going on? Exactly. But she's like, if I just go take a self-defense class. Mm-hmm. And she was smart to run her whole gambling proposition by him first. Like, yeah. hey, I'm going to do this. I just want to let you know. I'm not going to do, there's no, no drugs, no whatever. Just a nice gambling thing. And all your interests are offshore, so it won't really affect you. And he was like, okay, that's fine. Just follow the rules. Yep. No drugs. And then Miss Wu with Britt. I want to know what happened in 2016. 2016? That's when she was on the run with Faison, right? Yeah, but what happened there? I don't know. Because Miss Wu was, I know. I yep. know what you did in 2016. Selena knows what Britt and Cesar were up to in 2016. And she bought out the entire Port Charles Grill just to have that conversation. Yeah. And Britt was the appropriate amount scared, I felt like. She was like, you could just be fishing for information. I'm not sure you even know what you're talking about. Right. I'm not going to let on that anything actually happened. But at the same time, oh, crap, what are you talking about? Yeah, because she was 2012 to 15, 70 to 18, 20 to now. So, yep, 16, mm-hmm. 100% gone. And what were they up to? I can't wait. I can't wait. It's going to be good. I love hearing about Britt being bad. She really doesn't reference. She just says that she was on the run. Like she was hiding out with yeah, her dad. Right. So I don't but know. But apparently there were some business dealings going on. Cool. So we'll see how that goes. And it- then the only other thing that I have was um, the deception party. Yes. And that Sasha gave that speech and got like emotional over baby Liam. Yep. That was sad. It was. And Brooklyn was being a jerk. I'm sorry. To Maxie. Like, they weren't hiding the relationship. You guys have just made it obvious that you don't like each other. So Maxie's not going to push it. I don't like that we haven't seen them. Get, there was a point there where we were watching them get close. Right. And now we fast forwarded. It's the same thing that we did with Liz and Finn. That we're like, we're and with Michael and Willow. Mm-hmm. They're fast forwarding these relationships. And this is why we are not buying it as audience members is because we didn't get to fall in love with them as they fell in love. We're just being forced to love them. No, I, I'm buying Maxie because you saw how everything worked out with them. And then she would be busy over the past couple of weeks just because a bit. of them getting ready for deception. And now she has all of her kids to take care of and whatever. So I feel like it is realistic that he came over after bedtime and they watched a movie or yeah. whatever. And we wouldn't have seen all of that because they weren't like, oh, we're getting engaged or whatever. They right. just kissed in public. But it would have been nice to see him come over with, oh, I remember like when movies and pizza were a thing. <laughs> they didn't mean something different. It no. Just, it really was but, just Netflix and chill. Not- no, it was <laughs> you 
got the VHS or the DVD <laughs> from the video store and a pizza. <laughs> and like she could text him, okay, the kids are asleep, you know, yeah, whatever. And then he would actually come over and they would just sit down and watch the show and hang out and get to know each other. That would be nice. Yep. That's what I'm envisioning happen. I would like to have seen it. But I feel like you're going to see it more as they but move forward. But it already happened. But you get to see them fall in <laughs> love. Right now they're still okay. just in like. Okay. You miss them falling. I mean, I feel like we saw them fall in like, but you miss them solidifying the like. Yes. But now you're going to get to see the love. Gotcha. The housewarming at. Oh, yeah. We kind of started to talk about it. Marshall was actually being really nice to Trina. He was really, really nice to Trina, but I just want to know what's up with him and Aunt Stella. And why does Stella just faint all the time? I, uh, is she not family? Uh, right. I don't understand. Is that she, I mean, she has been hardcore with the story of she's the sister. She's the sister. She's the sister. Yep. Is that really going to change now? Cause I don't like that. I don't know. Poor, mm. poor Curtis. I know. His entire life has been a lie and he's going to find out now. And now she's just remembering the divorce papers. Yeah. That was the, we need Trina's mango smoothie recipe for our yes. book. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, they were shooting through the water glass with Valentine and Jennifer. <laughs> you just love making people fish. <laughs> no, they weren't fish, but that's how they shot them. Yeah. I just thought it was interesting. All right. I think that's it up until the big thing. Pier 54 was prominently displayed this week. <laughs> it was. The end. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that happened. That is the most important thing, right? Okay. But as they were talking on it, although real quick before we get to it, so we just now realized perhaps we should be tracking the things that have been happening on the pier. So started a little tracker for it, although we could use some help. So if you remember what has happened on Pier 54 this year, since January, please email us pier54podcast at gmail.com. That is going to be such a fun little collage at the end of the year. At the end of the year, when we do our annual recap, we will recap what happened on the pier. Love it. So, you know, the good, the bad, the ugly, all of it. So go ahead. The very confusing in this case. How? If Phyllis was Nina's caretaker. Correct. All the time. Yes. And was there when the baby was born. How would she not know that there was two babies? I mean, I don't know. I know that with twins, they don't have to come one right after the other, but there's not like days in between. Was she there when, was she physically in the room when the babies were born? I thought that she was. I thought she was too, but I'm just wondering, was Harmony? And then that's when Madeline was like, here, take one and hide it. And go or whatever. Okay, but that doesn't even make any sense to me because I just hate that they straight up said Nina's Willow's mom. If we are sorry, <laughs> wow, you are really unhappy about that. I feel like, and if someone had twins back then, let me know how it worked. I know that they didn't have all the technology that we do now, but you didn't know you were having twins till right then. No, I wanted like a real life story. I know you can Google. Be quiet. Shannon's like dying to Google. I can tell no, you the answer. No, no. I'm, I think you're forgetting how young they are. Oh, I'm thinking about Nina being way old. Not, She's not 28. Okay. Right. So, so yeah, that was, that was only in the 90s. Well, yeah. So, 
Okay, to erase that whole sentence and quit reminding me how old we but are. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, it wasn't Nina being born. Right. That, was, and that's what I was thinking. That's what you were thinking. Was, I know. And I was, I was like, thinking. no, I need the number. <laughs> okay. All right. So, then never mind. Absolutely. Definitely. Oh my God. I was. I was totally thinking Nina okay. being born. And that made sense. I'm like, I help me out here. I was like, no, this is not adding up. Yes, absolutely. 28 years ago, they had ultrasound to say, hey, there's two babies in there. They were still giving her prenatal care and making sure that everything was okay with the babies the whole time she was in her coma. It can't. Well, okay. So because she was in the coma, I feel like it would be less likely that they didn't realize that there was two in there. There have been stories of people not knowing that they were having twins until they went to the hospital, even recently. Yes. But they're not. Nina was under constant medical exactly. care. And at some point, someone should have been like, why is there keep being three heartbeats? Exactly. Exactly. And I just feel like they would probably be doing more ultrasounds than what they normally do on a regular pregnancy. Just double checking everything with this baby and yeah. finding out that there's two of them. And afterwards, even. Well, and then. Because she didn't wake up from the coma when she had the baby. No. So you don't think there was conversation after, like, again, they had to be making sure she was healing correctly. Nobody said at some point in front of Phyllis, oh, yeah, that had to be traumatic for her to have twins. <sighs> like I said, we believe storylines when they put a little bit of realistic stuff in it. And I find none of this realistic. So Neil treated Harmony in prison makes sense. Yes. I'm not, I did not go back to see, but I feel like I don't know if we saw them interact. I don't remember. I don't remember either. I feel like he did see Willow. Yeah. Though, but because of the Christina thing. Right. But I don't know if, so I don't know. Uh, mm. So Harmony knew Neil, which makes me even more mad about the fact that she killed him. Mm -hmm. Not saying that she should have killed him, not knowing him, but I thought she was maybe hired. Yes. No. Now, I love that. So I love everything that we're doing. I don't love that Neil died, but I love where we're going with that story because it is a surprise. However, it is a surprise. I like none the surprise. of this baby stuff is a surprise. And I wish that it had taken a turn where Jennifer Smith was Willow's mom, where somebody, our entire chart from last week. I really wish that they didn't do this where Nina is Willow's mom. Yeah. We all figured that out. Months years ago. Ago. years ago years ago okay when, so i don't buy it i mean i know except this she is, does look like her dad this is the way which, the by the way going. would be michael easton when yeah. he was silas right throw that out there because then she's gonna have all those questions mm -hmm. about well who's my dad well you know his brother was a vampire <laughs> but he looks star remarkably like dr finn <laughs> they could be related <laughs> i just i don't understand harmony killing neil because if he was treating her as a psychiatrist, there's confidentiality rules there that he's not going to tell Alexis what he knows. Well, he didn't. He took notes. And now the only patient that right. he has a file for. But he wasn't going to show that file to Alexis regardless. So he didn't need to be killed. That didn't make any sense. And then with them being twins, if you're selling one baby on the black market, I would assume that you could sell a second one for even more money. But that's the thing. I don't think Harmony was the one doing it. Right, it was Madeline. Right. So why wouldn't Madeline sell two babies? Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, why did she give her to... Why am I going to give you one for free when I'm already making X amount of money off the first one? Huh. 
especially when her goal was to prevent anyone like she was money hungry. That was right. It was all entirely money motivated. And splitting them up would have made it even harder to identify them as Nina. Yeah. So I get and why is the necklace only broken in half and not into thirds? Unless the necklaces were supposed to be one for each girl. So they found each other. They could. uh, That's not how Annie goes. I'm sorry. (laughs) We are experts on Annie. Don't trigger up there. I don't know. I I was really, really, really hoping that after we saw Harmony kill Neil, that it was going to take any turn other than this. Yeah. Because I don't understand it. No. Mm, I got nothing. I mean, Mm. it's (sighs) excited for the Harmony stuff. I'm excited they're bringing her in and adding layers. I'm going to feel bad for Michael here because all of his loves die. And in this case, she doesn't die. She's just the sister of his baby mama. Right. Ew. Hmm. My gosh. Yeah. I don't even know where to go Mm -mm. from that. I'm just not happy with it. Any other twist and turn would have been so good. Yeah. I can't believe only 28. Even just saying that. Okay. So let's do this one. Let's see how old Nell is. I know she should be 28. I know that's how twins work, but I'm curious about. That's okay. I would like, like I just said, I didn't realize that 28 years ago we had ultrasounds because in my mind, these people have to be way older. They did what they did and we're going to have to see where they take it from here because I just don't understand the point of all of it. All right. So I don't know how baby swapping and <laughs> did you have any of that in that, your real life? No. <laughs> I want to talk about our real lives. I wanted you to, uh, to drag that into reality check. So then when I found out that my twin was, I, I, <laughs> I can't relate that to real life at all. I don't even know what I did this week. Oh, we had the annual fundraiser for my daughter's school. And in the past, it's been obviously in person and it has not been for the past two years. And this year we did a cooking competition as the fundraiser. And so what we did was people submitted their recipes online and then our development committee picked a winner for appetizers, a winner for main dishes, winner for sides, and then a winner for the desserts. And then they had the daily living skills teacher made all of the recipes and they had a panel of five students be the judges to pick the grand prize winner out of all the winning recipes. Oh, that's cute. And so we did the event on Zoom and I actually was one of the co-hosts because I'm the parent rep on the board. And they were like, the title for the event is a family affair. So it totally makes sense that, so it was myself and the CEO going back and forth. It was really cool because they had a newer family give their testimony of how they wound up at the school, Mm -hmm. a family that's been at the school for like a middle amount of years. And then a kid that is aging out of the program. And I, I did really well. (laughs) I didn't cry. I cried during we, when we were on, I cried during rehearsals, but when we were on, I did really well, not crying until the very, very end. But that is a bit emotional. I it feel is. like I would have cried. You're allowed. So, but it was really, it was just really fun to see. And, uh, Miss Pennsylvania actually went to the school and she oversaw the kids doing the taste testing and everything. And I mean, these kids, so there was only five of them. Some of them were taking it. Some of them totally watched those cooking shows because <laughs> one of them was like picking up the spoon whenever it was the soup. And he's like, well, the texture is good. But I mean, one of the recipes was a mushroom soup. You know, you would think most kids would be like, no, I'm not trying it. Mm-hmm. Every single kid tried it. It was just, it was a really nice event. So Aww. I guess that's my big thing for the week. That's so cute. 
What a good. And my daughter thought that it was my husband and daughter stayed at home because we were just filming at school, but they watched it live on Zoom. And he said that she teared up at one point, but because I was talking about her. So you made yeah. me feel squishy. That's cute. Thanks. <laughs> what about you? Oh, I'm trying to compete with that. Jeez. Not a competition. <laughs> That uh, was my warm and squishy moment for the week. Oh, I know my warm and squishy moment. My son, finally, because, you know, sometimes it takes a little extra time, finally got his associate's degree. That's awesome. Congratulations. Yes. Thank you. And he, like, you know, he wants to continue his education and he already has a decent paying job. So to him, it was just like a stepping stone. And so whenever he got it, he was like, oh, it's not a big deal. Like, didn't even want to let me take pictures. And I was like, yes, it is a big deal. Yeah, you completed something. And so, um, yeah, I got cute pictures of him and everything. And then we finally got to celebrate his birthday on Friday with my family. And so it was a happy birthday slash graduation little celebration for him. And that's awesome. It was just really nice. Like the conversation flowed well, you know, he is a growing up now. He's talking about moving out next month. And so he was telling them all about his house and he's going to have a fire whenever he gets moved in and everybody has to come over and whatever. So it was kind of like, Oh, it's like one of those kind of bittersweet. Yeah. Like, oh, wow, I got he's becoming him, a grown up, got him to adulthood. And man, he's doing He's a better adult than I am most days. So it was, it was Isn't sweet. that the goal though? We want our kids it to is. have better lives than us. And it is. we it's want just... them to not have the same struggles that we did. And I <sighs> agree. It's just a little sad when they finally get there, especially I since I just got them back. People. Right. I mean, I know it sounds so ridiculous, <laughs> but you're just like, okay. So my son finally called me for the first time to ask me to buy something for him for one of his classes. Oh, nice. He's done May 2nd. Right. And he's like, so I need this stuff for art class. And I looked at his account. I was like, well, you have money. And he's like, yeah, but that's exactly my car payment. And then like, so I mean, I was like, okay, you thought this through. You were like, no, that's exactly my car payment. And like a couple extra things that he might need throughout the end of the month. He's like, right. I was just wondering if you would do it. And I was like, yeah, of course. Right. And I didn't say of course, but I was like, you know what? I'm like, you haven't asked us. He's bought all of his own books. All of his wow. art supplies are not cheap and no. the frequency that he needs them. But he asked me to just buy him. He needed styrofoam for one of his classes. And so I ordered him a sheet of styrofoam at Lowe's. It was only 30 bucks, but he thought it through. And I was like, oh, it is. I should be so proud of the fact that it's April and he's yes. for the first time asked me, hey, mom, I, I need help with money. Right. So. No, it is. That is the goal is to make them self-sufficient, good humans. But we must take care of you. I do. I do. And yeah. we just, like I said, we just got him back a couple months ago because he had been living with his dad and now he moved in with me and Ryan. And I just like knowing he was there. Like, it's not even that we had that much interaction other than um, dinner a couple of times a week, but I just like knowing he's there and he's not moving far away. He's like still in our yeah. town or whatever, but I'm like, you're not gonna I'm gonna cry just because <laughs> he comes home in a couple of weeks and I'm like, oh, this is gonna be different. Yeah. Mm. So mm. Okay. I don't know. I get I know they have to get older, but sometimes it's painful. They didn't. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's All my, right. that's my gushy moment is he he got his associates and he Congratulations, is Matt. Out. That's awesome. That's wonderful. So, yep. Yay. <laughs> All right. So with that. Join us on Thursday as we talk with Kathleen Gotti. That's, I'm just warning you now, that's going to be the reality check for next week. That works. It's going to be so much fun. That works.
So have a good week. And we'll meet you at the pier. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to pier54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Peer 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect, so if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.